Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Hello, everyone. This is Stuart Crawford, and welcome back to another MSP Marketing Show. Today I got a, today I got another show, Blake Schwank from Colorado Computer Support. Blake and I go back many, 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 many years. Member of our High Performance Club, um, longtime client of Ulistic. And I want to introduce Blake to you, and so you can tell a little bit about his backstory, where he came from, what he does, you know, how he got started in this world of technology, and what he does today. So, Blake, uh, welcome to the program. Tell us a little about, about about you and how you got started in this wonderful world we call IT. Hey, good morning, Stuart. Hey, so, um, yeah, I started uh, Colorado Computer Support. We started in 2001, but my journey in IT actually started long before that when I was a teenager and a kid making, uh, back in those days, yeah, heat kit uh, TVs. So probably uh, 35, 40 years ago, my dad and I built a, we're building TVs together and uh, you can't do that anymore. But uh, after uh, college, I went into the army for 10 years in the medical service corps and got out after 10 years, worked a couple IT jobs as an IT director for a software company that uh, ended up going out of business along with every other software company in 2000. So instead of finding a normal job, I decided to just start being that IT guy uh, back in 2001. Started Colorado Computer Support. Didn't want to work with anybody else but uh, my wife. And so we just uh, started doing that as kind of the Craigslist IT guy. So let's go back to your time in the, in the military. Were you doing technology work in the military as part of the medical corps? So I was uh, in healthcare administration. And the last several years were in uh, IT uh, or systems administration, IT uh, administration uh, for a uh, uh, hospital up in Alaska. So I have to ask, what network system were you guys using at that time? Because when I was in the military doing <laughs> IT work, it was all Banyan Vines, which was fantastic. I love Banyan Vines. So, uh, so uh, yeah, it was uh, Windows 3.5 and then uh, – we had a Novell network, and then we were migrating it over to a Windows NT 4.0 network. And so I got the uh, – my MCSC certification was in Windows NT 4.0. I think I think that's what I was certified, NT 4.0 as well. And I just – and I, and I just, uh, you know, I always tell this uh, in my in my sessions is I, I think I just passed my TCPIP exam. Like I think you needed 768 to pass, and I got 768, and I got my MCSE that way. I look at it, so, you know, technical specs, great, it's, you know, fantastic, but, you know, look at us now, we probably don't use them anymore, and we both run successful businesses. So tell me about your, uh, you know, getting Colorado Computer start, started. You know, you came out of you know, the Army, went into, uh, you started, you know, went into some technical, or uh, some work with software companies, and then we, I think you, got, you told me you got laid off from that, or they went under... Uh, and then you started Colorado Computer Sports. So tell me about the journey there, those early years. What was it like? Yeah. So they uh, did not get laid off. The software company went from 150 employees down to 75, down to 30, and then down to, like, five employees. So uh, as the IT director, I was able to kind of hang on. And so I had a half-time job there, which allowed me to start the company 
uh, start Colorado Computer Support. And, you know, started as that, that solo IT guy who says, hey, I can go out and charge 75 bucks an hour, a little quick math, that's $150,000 a year when you think that you can actually bill out eight hours a day. Uh, pretty quickly, the reality set in and realized that uh, it was hard to bill out four hours a day once you fixed your mistakes and you created invoices and did the bookkeeping and everything else, and uh, which ended up being a pretty precarious situation as a one, uh, you know, one or two-man shop trying to do invoicing and everything else and realize that it's not a, a safe place to be. Um, and so we started uh, finding someone else to do the bookkeeping, hired another couple of techs, and we're able to get past that initial uh, painful uh, company size of two or three people. Um, and then we were still doing break six and about 10 years ago, uh, started looking at doing uh, managed services and moving people over from break fix. And about the same time, a couple of years after that, we started working with a, an MSP coach and then met you, Stuart. And just everything started to gel once we um, started getting our marketing down, getting the accounting down, um, and getting the business operations down. And uh, started growing from there. And now we're sitting at about uh, 35 employees. So you, you've been recognized, Blake, on, on numerous uh, stages, MSP Mentor, Inc. 5000, um, you know, Datto, uh, other industry uh, groups. Uh, tell me about uh, your, your – I'm always particularly intrigued by your Inc. 5000 journey because I don't think a lot of IT service companies take advantage of that. And, you know, obviously all your hard work to get you to that, uh, you know, that – that prime placement, even though it's 5,000 companies, there's really only a handful of IT managed service providers that actually make it onto the list. But why, why, why is that important to you? Yeah, uh, it's, it's important because I mean, you you have to show up and, and keep growing and, and and fighting to keep adding clients. Uh, you, you can't get complacent and 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 not grow because then you're at risk of any. Uh, any larger clients leave, you know, for any reason. We've had companies that have shut down. We have companies that have been acquired, and then all of a sudden you're shrinking. So, you know, our goal is to grow every year and uh, um, and to grow pretty quickly every year. And so the Inc. 5000 is just a reflection of that, and, and I think it is also good for our employees to see that we're after growth. You know, growth is stressful, but it also ensures that, you know, people are going to have jobs. Uh, and you start losing clients when you're not growing, and uh, employees start to get stressed out because you can't pay everybody. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and then and, you've also worked with, and you've also worked with a number of uh, key vendors, and you know, to provide solutions. Uh, tell us, uh, tell me a little bit more about your decision process to bring on, you know, the right vendors to help your clients. Yeah, that that was. Um, we used to work with all sorts of vendors and we used to let our clients kind of drive um, who we worked with for vendors. And we found out that, you know, having 10 or 15 different vendors, having a bunch of different network equipment actually was a disservice to our clients because we couldn't be experts at all of them. And so now, you know, we've narrowed it down where, you know, on the, on the network side, on a wireless, on backups, you know, we only work with, you know, one to one to three vendors on those, um, and 
you know, we also realized that our clients, unless we're working for an IT department, unless we're, we're augmenting an IT department, they really don't know the difference between, uh, you know, Cisco and Netgear. I mean, they, they, they have no idea. They just know that one costs more. And so, you know, we typically don't give them a choice anymore. We just make one recommendation. And because they, we built the trust, they go ahead and, and uh, you know, go with our recommendation. And I and think that's so part of the maturing. But finish off. That's part of the maturing. Yeah, that's part of the maturing of the company. Is we we don't give people a choice on backups anymore. Even yeah, everybody everybody gets a data. It's expensive. If they don't want to spend the money to to have a data, we don't want them as a client because if they don't value their data, um, then we're liable for it. And you know we want our clients to to survive. And if they don't take our recommendations, then then they're going to have problems. So besides working with me, Blake, what would be your biggest accomplishment running CCS? <laughs> I think it's working with Stuart. Winning, winning the no, contest you with you, you eight you years ago. Use, you can't use that one. <laughs> okay. The, the, the biggest accomplishment, I think, was, was getting past that initial five employees getting over that hump because it's very risky being a, uh, a, a smaller organization. And then and then standardizing on, on what we deliver. Um, and so that's, I think that's the biggest accomplishment is trying to figure out how to run a business. We started working with a business coach about 10 years ago that, uh, and, and that's probably one recommendation to, uh, to other MSPs out there is work with your peers and, and work with a business coach to figure out how to structure the business because we don't know how to run businesses as, as IT technicians. We were really good at, at fixing computer stuff, but most of the time we're really bad at running businesses. And if you were sitting down with a, an, a peer in Colorado Springs, uh, you know, either a client or somebody you just met, uh, Blake, what would your number one piece of advice be to them, uh, you know, peer to peer in Colorado Springs? Um. I think just to get out and, and, and work with and meet with the other MSPs, don't, don't, uh, don't get stuck in your bubble and uh, don't think that just being a, a good IT technician, good uh, computer technician is not a long-term solution for survivability. Okay. Well, let's take it another. You're, I'm not, not, this is a branch outside of IT. Let's say you as a business owner to another business owner. Oh, to another, just to another business owner? Yeah. Yeah, so you're saying that's, that's that's really a, question a prospect or uh, or a colleague, what would be the one piece of advice that you would give them that you have learned to have them succeed in Colorado Springs? So I think I, I think offload the the stuff that's not your core business. Uh, you know, find find someone else to work with you. Our hardest lesson early on was to outsource our bookkeeping. I could do QuickBooks. But man, I lost a ton of money just because it wasn't getting done right. And so now we outsource our bookkeeping, we outsource our marketing. We, I mean, and you know, you've got to focus on what runs your business and let other people do the stuff that causes you headaches, but that are critical for your survival. You know, if you want to survive and grow, you need your bookkeeping, you need your IT, you need your marketing, and have other people do it for you. Okay, so besides te technicians or technical work, computers, all that stuff we get wrapped up into every day, Blake, outside of work, what 
what makes you tick? What do you love to do? I love to hang out with my family. We, uh, uh, my wife and I do a lot of uh, trail running and, uh, you know, I've done uh, quite a few marathons. And so we like to get out and hang out together. Like to, uh, we just started scuba diving. And so we went on our first scuba diving trip and, um, you know, we've been married for 29 years and still enjoy hanging out together. Awesome. Awesome. There are folks, there's Blake Schwung from uh, Colorado Computer Support, Colorado Springs. Check out his website at coloradosupport.com. Uh, feel free to, you know, I'm sure Blake wouldn't mind if you gave him a call to, uh, you know, talk business. If you're in Colorado Springs looking for an IT service company, obviously uh, look up coloradosupport.com. I'm not necessarily just in Colorado. And Blake, you know, one of the things we didn't mention, and I, I, I have to bring it up now, even though we're getting close to the end, is, you know, you work with a number of key verticals. What, what, what industries do you guys specialize in? Uh, so most of our clients are in uh, healthcare, veterinary care, and uh, K-12 education and, and higher ed. So our biggest verticals right now are healthcare and uh, education. Perfect. So there you go, folks. Uh, check out coloradosupport.com and uh, give Blake a call and learn more about what they're doing to help uh, your local business. And, uh, and if you're an IT service company, I'm sure Blake won't mind you reaching out to him and give him a quick holler. Thanks, Blake, for doing this quick interview. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Stuart, and thanks for all your help uh, helping us grow. Oh, you know what? Hey, yeah, that's right. You know, we can have a talk about your listic later, but you kind of give us some. Anyway, have a good day, everyone. Thanks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.